They can only say what they see, but we say what we know. Get ready for God's Word. This is your booster shot for today. Well, hello everyone and welcome to another Dose of Hope. I know that you've been listening to a lot of these and you've got a lot of things going on in your life, but it's amazing how in 10 minutes everything can change. It can change for the bad, but I'm telling you what, today it's going to change for the good because we're going to get into the Word. Father, bless the people today. Let the heart, let their heart and their ears receive from heaven. Father, I thank you that you give us what we need just when we need it. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to, today I really felt an impression, you know, because people ask me a lot of times, Pastor William, how were you able to overcome a lot of the things in your life? You know, I made all those choices like a lot of people when I was younger and, and I had to overcome all that stuff. And they asked me, how did you do it? Well, Nothing really, really changed in my life until I decided that the Bible was more than just a book. And it was more than just a religious book. Uh, uh, you know, I had, I came to the place where I decided this was God's word. You know, we could get, you know, God could speak to us through a prophet. God could speak to us, you know, through the gifts of the spirit. There's a lot of ways God can speak to us. But the most obvious way God has spoken to us is right here right here in this book in front of me, this book right here. And when I decided this was God speaking to me, then it took on a different meaning. And so it began to help me. So I want to just, I want to talk to you a little bit about putting the word of God first place in your life. I go to the book of Jeremiah here. I love this book because um, now Jeremiah was a young man. He was a prophet. He was called to be a prophet. And at a time when, uh, it was very difficult to be a prophet because good things were not happening to God's people. They had gone into captivity and they were they were far from God and they were not walking with God. And so God called him out to be a prophet. And in the beginning days, he questioned God's calling. You find that here in Jeremiah chapter one. And uh, because he said, you know, Jeremiah questioned him and said, Lord, you know, I'm just a child. Now, I'm just a child. Who am I? to be the mouthpiece of God. But I like the reply that the Lord had. You know, we all do this, don't we? We make excuses. God will tell us to do something and we'll say, well, Lord, I can't do it. I'm too, you know, I don't know enough about your word. I've, I've made too many mistakes. Now, I know a lot of us have been there and I certainly have. But even though Jeremiah doubted himself, God wanted to put some confidence in him. And in Jeremiah chapter one, and verse five, the word of the Lord had come to him. And it says in verse five, before I formed you in your belly or in your mother's belly, I knew you. Now think about this. God said, before your mother even conceived you, I already knew about you. Now, when I read that, I, my brain, my, my natural mind cannot grasp that. And, and really none of us can. What, what does that mean that God somehow knew us? Even before, not before we were born out of our mother's womb, but before we were even conceived in our mother's womb. I don't know how that relationship was there. I don't know how, I don't know how God did that, but he did. So that's one of those things we just have to accept by faith. And by the way, there's some things in the Bible that you just got to accept by faith. I mean, we are dealing with the almighty God who's from everlasting to everlasting. He knows all things. And, you know, a lot of us that are very inquisitive, and I am, I love to ask questions and I, you know, I love to solve things. And 
But sometimes you just have to accept things by faith. And he tells Jeremiah, young prophet, he said, I knew you and I ordained you even before your mother conceived you. So in other words, Jeremiah, you're not an accident. And what I'm calling you to do, trust me, I already knew before you were even formed in your mother's womb that you're able to do it. There are a lot of things that some of us, some of you are doing right now, but you know what? Here's what I know about God. A lot of those things you do know a little bit about them because they've been in you since you were a little boy or a little girl. People have asked me, Pastor William, did did you know when you were a little boy you were going to be a preacher? Oh, no, I, I didn't have any inkling about it. And yet, on the other hand, when I look back at that, there was something in me where I knew, even as a little boy raised in really terrible conditions, I did believe that something was in me where I would lead people. Now, I didn't know what that something was. You know, I followed other avenues. I pursued other things. But God was trying to show me. Now, the Lord says to Jeremiah, and this is what he's saying to you today. He said, say not, I am a child, for you will go to all that I will send you, and whatsoever I command you, you shall speak. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Now, think about this. Jeremiah tries to tries to contest what God is telling him to do. And he says back to Jeremiah, listen, I don't want you to ever again say that you're not able to do this. Now, right there where you are, a lot of you said, I can't do this and I can't overcome that and I'll never be anything and I'm just a, I'm just a loser. No, 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 you got to stop that. And that's what he told Jeremiah. He said, don't you say that anymore. Instead, you start saying what I put in your mouth. And if you'll say what I put in your mouth, guess what? You're going to look smart and you're going to sound smart because they're going to be my words. And it's amazing when we as human beings let God put his word in our heart and then we begin to put it out of our mouth. It's amazing how much wiser we become. And then, you know, like the Lord always does. And I did a whole series on encouragement. I love that about God that he encourages us before he tells us to do something really hard or something impossible. I love that about God, that, that he puts in, encourage. In other words, I know it's in, but God puts courage in, I in, inside of us before he asks us to do something very difficult. He told Moses, he said, you know what? Now you go tell Pharaoh that I said, let my people go. Well, of course, Moses was, you know, he was... He was uh, uh, afraid. He was timid. He'd been in that palace before, and he had seen the wrath of Pharaoh on other people that had come against him. But the Lord said, but I will be with you. And of course, when Moses went, there were, there were signs that came. There were plagues that came on those people because God backed up the words. Because the words weren't Moses. The words belonged to God. So I want you to catch this in this session here today. I, I, I'm a little bit suspicious in this session here about uh, some of you are are really, God's been trying to get you to do, and it, it, it's not, sometimes it's something very small, but you lack the confidence or the courage, and God is trying to tell you, you know what, don't look at your past, don't look at your limitations, don't think about, you know, you know the, where you were born and all that, but just be bold enough to put my word in your heart and get it out of your mouth, and if it's my word, then I will back it up. Now, when I discovered that, when I discovered that when I speak the word, I don't have to do anything else but believe. I don't have to make this come to pass. 
God himself is invested in his word and he backs it up. So the pressure is really not on me anymore. Once I make a decision to believe this word and speak this word and stick with this word, then it's the, then it shifts to God and God begins to bring it to pass. Now he goes on, on and uh, in verse 11, I like how the Lord, now he's building this courage in this young man. You notice this here. And in verse 11 of Jeremiah 1, God says to him, moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? And Jeremiah said, well, I see the rod of an almond tree. Now, why is that important? Well, almond trees are uh, the first to bloom when it comes time for the blooming season, the, the you know things to begin to bloom. Then one of the first trees that bloom are the almond trees. And God said, now I want you to look at this. Even though, even though you think you're not ready, God said, when I put my hand on you, you could be the first to bloom. You could be, it's within you to bloom. And when, when Jeremiah said, I see an almond tree, God said in verse 12, you have seen well, and here's what I wanted you to get. Boy, this is, I feel it sitting right here in this seat. God said, I will hasten my word to perform it. That's verse 12. In other words, just like you see that almond tree being the first to bloom and to bear the fruit, I'm going to move quickly. Whenever you get my word and you settle it, it's my word. I back it up. I'll stand. I'll, I'll make it come to pass as soon as you embrace that. And as soon as you get you begin to walk in that, God said, I'll begin to move quickly to prove to everyone around you that you're actually hearing my word and you're speaking my word. Now, I don't know what that does for you, but that really does something for me because, you know, this Bible was left for us. It it has 60, I mean, you think about all of these things that God has done. And I mean, 1188 chapters. Think about that in the Bible. A hundred, uh, some people say that Psalms 118 is the middle chapter. If you were to divide the Bible in half, uh, and then I'm talking about the King James Standard Version, but they say if you divide the Bible in half, all right, in other words, you go to the very middle chapter of the Bible from, from Genesis to Revelation. Now you're going to the middle chapter. That'd be Psalms 118. Then the middle verse would have to be verse 8. Okay, so Psalms 118, verse 8. And the middle two words of the sentence there in verse 8 are, guess what? The Lord. Now, I, I'm not saying that that's a big doctrine or anything like that. But to me, it just, it makes sense that God is saying, even in, in this book, in the very center of this book, the Lord, those are the two words. This book is all about his word and we can trust it. It's not the word of a man. It's not the word of the newscast, dear Lord in heaven. It's not the word of, of anyone else uh, or someone's opinion. We have a lot of those people out there. It's the word of the Lord. Well, if you will put this word in your heart, God is going to do amazing things in your life. And you'll decide this is God's word. God's going to help you. Let me pray for you today. Father in heaven, in Jesus' name, let this word come alive in their spirit right now. Father God, let them hear that this is your word. And just as you spoke to a young man, you're speaking to them today about their life. And when they embrace your word, and when they place their, your word in their heart, and they speak it out of their mouth, unbelievable things happen, you will cause them to be used and you will cause them to be blessed of the Most High in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah.